I cliff. I am here to count the tales of the greatest adventurers in the realm. All lost on grand adventures through high and fortune. In a word, monsters ruled by who would dare to stand up to them? Lend me your ear, and I tell you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. In our last episode, our uh, players of Faerun and Hillman have gotten themselves in a little bit of a crazy situation um, after trying to find some lost lumberjacks and stumbling upon a small house Hillman may have found a potential bride so go ahead and check out that last one if you missed it uh, this will be part two the continuation of the prelude episode it's a dilly of a pickle guys <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, the puns are rampant. <laughs> um, so, like like we said uh, in the last episode, you all have, um, you all, you both have just walked out the front door of the small cottage in the, uh, the Neverwinter Wood, um, and you were about to head east to follow some troll prints that you found in the last session. Correct, and uh, obviously we're going to still keep uh, keep an eye out for uh, the lady's husband from the cottage, uh, alive or dead, and see if we can find that enchanted key that will remove her shackling to the house. I mean, prefer preferably dead, because then the key will be easily removed. Well, dead's <laughs> an easily remedied thing if he's not. I mean, it will make him unliving. <coughs> no! <laughs> My <laughs> zombies! <laughs> so, uh, what I would like for you both... To... Oh, that would be a nat 20. Um, so, what I would like for you all to roll is a uh, survival check, please. No, pass. Hard Very pass. Well. You accept as you. No, no, <laughs> no. Twenty plus three. Well, I, I'm I'm not stupid enough to take a hard pass. There we go. <laughs> well, I'll call your bluff. Yes. Ha! Oh wait. Might as well have been a pass. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot. I'm lucky. If I roll a one, I can re-roll it. Oh yes, yes you can. Hey, I want to be lucky uh, too. Well, you have to be a halfling. Damn it. <laughs> That's way better than a one. Oh yeah, it's two ones in a row. That's a one squared. <laughs> <laughs> Math jokes. Okay, that was an that that was an eleven. He rolled for those of you that are listening, saying, "What the heck are they talking about?" <laughs> so mathematically challenged. <laughs> Algebraic. Uh, it it takes you guys 
I don't know, probably half hour to 45 minutes or so of wandering through the woods and, you know, oh, this this leaf is overturned. Oh, this stick is broken, you know, following the footprints. And you come upon a very poorly hidden entrance to a cave that uh, has a probably, a, I don't know, slight incline or decline I should say that leads deeper down into the earth <sighs> Fran takes a deep breath smells like home <laughs> your home smells and, mighty and troll and troll <laughs> the damp musty underdark Mm, underdark. Mm, not at level yep. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have no you... choice but to delve into this cave. Come on, let's go spelunking. I think you tried to do enough spelunking back at the cottage. I say we take caution in this. We don't know what's in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> oh, if you're looking for a husband, remember me. <laughs> well, I mean, she was very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> this strange disembodied force told me so. <laughs> All right, so we go in. Uh, I, I I exercise caution, hands on my hilts, you know. You okay. mean your hips? Hilts. Not hands. I'm not doing the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> These hilts don't lie. These hilts don't lie. <laughs> um, I pick up right. I pick up a rock and cast light on it. Alright, that's a good idea. You you now have a uh a, a thirty foot um, radius of uh, light emanating from the stone, or rock. Sorry, from the rock. I try um, to move. I try to move out just outside of its light range, staying in shadows because of my, you know, infravision. Okay, the uh, entrance tunnel is only ten feet wide, so you would either have to travel behind Hillman or in front of Hillman. Obviously, in front. Okay. No, no, no. The light's there for you to be in. <laughs> I see better in the dark. This is a natural habitat for me. What are you, a monkey? I said I see better in the dark. I didn't say I'd throw poo. Well, same difference. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> oh, Lord. That gives a whole new meaning to ball of darkness. <laughs> oh, this ranger makes me laugh. <laughs> All right. Plus, I want to be in front anyway because of the fact that you know I'm a fighter class. He's a wizard class. Obviously, I'd be, you know. And what's that other word? I'm I'm, I'm that other thing. What is it? Untrustworthy. <laughs> oh You're... yes, that other thing. <laughs> You're you're untrustworthy, or I'm untrustworthy. Me, 
Well, yeah, that goes without saying. But I'm actually Honestly, trying to protect can... you. I mean, if you want to I go mean, first, go by all means. I'll magic missile on the dark net. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I got. I have no problem with it. You want to go first? Go ahead and go first, and I will change your title no, from General saying, to Meat Shield. Like, there's darkness ahead of us, and I've got the magic missile. <laughs> and I got the ability to see in that darkness, which means I could tell you where to point those missiles. Oh, uh, has he never seen it? I'm guessing not. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I cast magic missile at what? The darkness. <laughs> oh lordy, I have to. I'll have to send that to them so yeah. everybody can see. I will uh, stick with my original plan, although I now get the feeling I'm probably going to regret this. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, oh, no worries. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to waste a spell slot and cast Magic Missile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably is an understatement. I'm, I'm going to say you, you're guaranteed to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially since Firebolt's a cantrip. <laughs> So you Dude, descend it's a down this ten-foot uh, hallway. <laughs> no fireballs. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, my dad heard you that before. Down... <laughs> Remind you me to tell you that story. And you immediately see that there are two paths that can be taken: one to the left and one to the right. Well, I once heard that great adventurers go left, but uh, go ahead, General. Which one do you choose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I had to choose, I would say that evens were right and, you know, odds were left. Perception. Do I smell the troll or anything that would help? Any Anything that would indicate... Which would be the right direction to go? Changes in air density, I, stuff of that nature. I'm saying left. As per the dice roll. <laughs> so, Hillman announces left. Uh, roll a... Actually, what is your... Uh, on your character sheet, uh, directly under your stats, there's a little block called passive perception. What does that number say? Passive wisdom perception is 13. 13, that is good enough to know, or feel, there is slight air movement coming from the right-hand path, but nothing from the left-hand path. Airflow from the right, but nothing from the left. Correct. (laughs) Come on, let's go! (sighs) Well, one of two things could matter here. The airflow means it heads back out. Or the non-airflow means that it's blocked off. Dead ends. I guess we head towards the airflow. We'll, we'll roll the dice. Yay, nay, what do you say? Hold on, guys. Having another glitch. I swear when we do the uh, the show proper... We will be uh, using not Facebook Messenger. 
so bear with me a moment. I'm trying to get them back up. Bros again. You know what? I'm going to do it this way. Alright guys, can you hear me now? Yeah, we're good. We got you. Alright, I'm 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 cheating a little bit here and I put you guys on my phone. Because for some reason my computer keeps freezing the uh the call. Oh I'm actually on my phone also. Alright, but <laughs> I've been I'm, on my phone the whole time. <laughs> but I'm I'm holding you to my microphone, so <laughs> everything's on the mic now. Nice. Well why don't you put it on speed? It is on speaker. Oh, yes, I see. I see. All I can think is like Chris is holding his phone out like a prism of power. <laughs> Pretty close to it, but all right. So what I what I had stated, I don't know if you guys caught it or not, is uh, airflow to me can mean one of two things: either it continues going or it returns back to the outside world. Or the non-airflow could mean a blocked or dead-end passage. Recommend True. Recommendation is go with the airflow. No, uh, no, you want to go the other way? Air's flowing that way. Oh, air is good. We breathe that. Let's go that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll 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 go we'll go with the airflow. We'll go with the flow, if you will. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna write that down. The the dungeon floor uh, does not, or the cave floor rather, does not continue to uh, go down. It, it levels out. It's going flat, and um, there's a thirty foot hallway. It just, it's stretching into darkness. There's no torches down here, no lights or anything like that, except for Hillman's little rock that he's holding up. Um, and I need I need both of you to roll perception checks. Alright. I'm getting used to perception here. Perception is uh, probably most used uh, skill. That's about average. That's yes! exceptionally. Yes. That's a oh natural my. twenty. Oh, oh my. Um. So you're wandering down this hall, and Hillman, the light from your lock, uh, from your rock, glimmers just right, and about three feet off of the ground, running across the hall. Um, is a trip wire that you can you can see momentarily. Oh no 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 no! Wait 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 wait! I stopped dead in my tracks. I manipulate the rock so it shines just in the right spot so he can see it too. Yep. All right. You you both. Uh, Oh, I, I said three feet. I, I meant three inches off the ground. Um, you both can see 
the tripwire. It runs across the hall from two wooden beams. Huh. I bet 10 to 1 those beams are ripped out and collapse as the tunnel. You're probably right. Let's carefully get over these. I grip him up under the arms and I lift him over the wires. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheating. Nothing, nothing makes me feel better than a good trust And then I step over the wires gingerly, wire gingerly as well. Alright. You have passed the first of the first trap. Yeah, he almost slipped that. That's why I kept quiet. That's what it was, too, because we were both quiet. He was like, oh, I'm not going to tell them. No, I said, I started to say many and went, oh. So, from farther down the hallway, you both can hear low grumblings. They sound like voices, kind of talking back and forth to each other almost in a, in a spat kind of manner. Do either of you uh, know the language of Goblinoid? Uh, where where would I see that for languages? That would be in, uh, all the way down on the left hand side of the first page. Uh, there's a little block that says languages and proficiencies. You didn't give us any. Nope, you didn't. Wait. So then for, uh, since that was my fault, um, you both do. (laughs) (laughs) We speak goblin. Yay us. You speak goblin, at least for this session. (laughs) Um, but you can hear them bickering back and forth. Um, I want the meat. No, I get the meat this time. Master has given me the meat. Can I sense the direction in which the voices are coming from? Um, it is coming from, from approximately 15 feet ahead down the hall. Hmm. First thing... I, yeah, yeah, hold on. Okay. I cast firebolt straight down the hallway. I am not standing in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, roll your um, ranged touch attack. Or, sorry, that that was kind of a... I got got you. So roll uh, your ranged spell attack. There we go. That's a good roll. Oh my. So, um, you hurl this orb of fire down the hall, and even without knowing what you were throwing it at, you connect with one of the, uh, goblin voices. Um, I do not remember exactly what... I already rolled it. I rolled it. Ah, there you go. Oh, my. (laughs) So, there is a brief moment of... Just a terrified scream, and then silence. 
and then the two other voices pick back up. I call tips on its body. No, it's my body. On that note, I'm drawing my blades. And I go rushing oh. rushing to in. Battle. <laughs> to battle! To battle! Well, you make it the, the 15 feet down the hall, and you see that it's a uh, circular room about 15 feet uh, across. And there are two goblins, which um, are now fighting over a rather well-cooked goblin. <laughs> So they haven't even noticed me yet. Oh no, they they do not notice either of you. They are ripping the other goblin to shreds. Are they facing me, or do they have their backs to me? Um, there's the uh, like sideways. <laughs> oh, sideways, that'll work. One sword point each to each of their ears. I have two swords. I get two attacks. No, I don't. Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying, like, that's a really specifically called attack. Basically, I'm stabbing him in the side of the head. I don't care if it's the ear. <laughs> All right. So, um... Roll your uh, attack with um, your main hand weapon. All right. Which, yeah, I'm assuming is your magical sword. Yeah, the number set, the uh, plus seven. Yep. All right. So when I roll this, it's a d20 plus seven. Yep. Yep. Plus seven. That one is rolled, and we have a twenty-three. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, go on, right in this brain. I guess so, I. On that one. And that's a 1d6 plus 4? Am I reading that uh, right? 1d6, uh, 1d6 plus 5. 1d6 plus 5. Yeah, because of, yeah, of the plus 1 from the sword. Alright, that one did a total of 8. One more damage than was required. That goblin receives a glowing short sword blade right from ear through ear that have skewered its football-like head. <laughs> Alright, it's a shame I didn't do it like uh, like in uh, 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 Gaming XP and just decided to lift him up and use him as the battering ram on the other guy. Alright, let me swing the other sword. <laughs> yep. Alright, 20 plus 6. Here it comes. 22. <laughs> All right. All right. Go D ahead and roll your damage on that one. D6 plus 4. That's a 5. So this one you you cleave part of its face off. It, it almost looks vaguely similar to patches at this point. However, <laughs> it is still alive. All right. <laughs> and we didn't even roll initiative. <laughs> no, no. I'm you guys had the surprise round on this one. So uh, Hillman, you can make your, your attack now. Crossbow! What? What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I know it's a crossbow. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 
No. <laughs> I got this! <laughs> so, yeah, the crossbow bolt just kind of flies by and sticks in the wall. <laughs> it's like, it swings, like, between their two heads. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the... Now we will roll initiative. Yay! Remind me, initiative in this game is d20. That's your initiative, which is in the very middle top of your first page character sheet. Yeah, plus three. Okay. 20 plus three. I got a 17. Yeah, I don't like goblins either. So you will be going first. What what would you uh, what is your action? I hit him with the crossbow. If it kills me, <laughs> fifteen is a hit. You you have stuck him in the face parts. <laughs> the hanging meat. Eight <laughs> <laughs> hey, damage. Oh my! Yeah, he is dead. <laughs> Dead, dead. Straight to his head. <laughs> it just lodges itself right in there. He kind of doesn't even. He died so quickly. He doesn't even make a noise. He just tilts his head back and falls over. <laughs> All right. First thing Ferran does is he looks around for the quote-unquote meat that they were arguing over to begin with. All right. Very quickly. You find what appears to be a human arm with some bites taken out of it. Just an arm. Just an arm. It has been ripped clean off the body. Looking around for the rest of it. That's familiar to you. I don't know. That, that, that broken nail on the middle finger looks familiar. No, it doesn't look familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want to bring it back to him? <laughs> oh, we could sew it back on and reanimate object. <laughs> well, even if it's not his, give it to him anyway. <laughs> I, I, I mean, seriously, out of context, would that work? <laughs> you, you know, that's something we would have to read into the rules and I, see if I mean, it would work or not. If, if it was a play character and I found their arm that was locked off and I reattached it and like cast reanimate object I mean I would have to look at what the definition of that spell is for object so would the arm be an object or you know would they have a different terminology for it I mean, but that doesn't really tell me. I got off topic. I got off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you almost make me want to pick it up and bring it with us just in case, though. <laughs> These are the stupid things I think of. <laughs> All right. Do we want to loot the goblins before we move on? I mean, you can if you want to, but I'm not touching those filthy things. Uh, I'll, I'll give them a once-over, see if there's anything worthwhile on them. Uh, you notice that all three of them wear a uh, dingy set of leather armor. Um, they have small 
uh, ammunition satchels, um, and each of them have a blowgun, and each one carries a scimitar. Oh, now you're tempting me with scimitars as a draw character. That's not nice. Although that blowgun could come in handy since I don't have my hand crossbow. So I may grab one of those blowguns and at least a, a satchel of small arms with the uh, darts. Okay. So it, uh, it has six darts. Um, all, they're, they're color-coded. Okay. There are six different colors. Uh, there's um, green, blue, purple, red, orange, and gold. And I have each satchel has the same the same thing. And I have absolutely no idea what those colors mean. Correct. <laughs> well, there's one way to find out. Hey, Hillman, stand there a minute. No. <laughs> 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 what were the colors? Red, blue. Uh, red, blue, purple, um, green, orange, and gold. Orange, gold. What, 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 do you got, what do you got over there? Grabbing a blowgun with a whole bunch of different color-coded darts. Do <laughs> you know anything about these? What the color coding might mean? Oh, I... yeah. yeah, absolutely. You just... Uh, you know, you put, you put your dart in one end and you blow on the other. It's a dark gun. You're a lot of help. I was meaning about the colors. Oh. Well, uh, I mean... I obviously know... Your dark ones are probably bad. Red... Yeah, I'll trial and error it. <laughs> Alright, and I look at the scimitars. Is there anything special about either of them? Or any of them? No. Yeah. No, they're just normal scimitars. Okay, yeah, I'll leave those there. Alright, well, I guess we got what we needed. And I'm assuming from this room we could continue on down the road. Yes, directly across the room from where you're standing is a... Uh, Another hallway that continues on. You can feel um, the airflow getting a bit stronger. Stronger? Hmm. Dare I ask, is the airflow intermittent? It's a pretty constant breeze. Okay. Alright, uh, well, nothing to it but to do it. Shall we move forward? Feet long, twenty feet wide. 
um, you notice immediately that there are two statues. Um, one directly as you enter the room to the left, and then in the other corner to the far left is another statue. They're both identical. They, they're just very generic um, uh, human, like human statues. Um, are they have any like openings or weapons that I could see? No, they uh, they bear a striking resemblance to uh, like a Greek statue of old. Alright, well, I still don't want a blow dart coming out of his penis. <laughs> I make no promises. Can I investigate the nearest statue? Absolutely. He wants to investigate the nearest penis. <laughs> no, statue. I mean, probably, but that's neither here. <laughs> Just gotta press some buttons. <laughs> Push buttons. Right. Investigation, that's what I said. Yep. Oh, goodness. So the statue that you go to investigate um, is not armed in any way. Uh, it cannot inflict damage to you. But you do notice... <laughs> <laughs> But you do notice that the statue can be moved. And I give it a shove. Yep, it, it slides across the floor. Oh, oh maybe we've got to make them face each other in Mortal Kombat. That's <laughs> except for that second part. That's actually intelligent. So I move over to the other <laughs> to the other statue, and I, <laughs> you know, I'll go over to the other statue, and I'll start trying to position it where they line up with each other. Okay, when you begin walking across the room towards the other statue, um, you step on a portion of the floor that sinks down about an inch. Oh, shit. Uh, there's, there's a clicking and a whirring and just it's the sound of locks. And all the way across the room, directly across from you, the uh, what was once a stone wall begins to lower, revealing a portcullis behind it. Uh, Wall, you damned fool! Pull the statue so it's sitting in the hole! I'm pulling the statue to the hole. <laughs> okay. You slide the statue over with relative ease, and sure enough, it... it holds that pressure plate down and the wall stays down and you can see a rusty portcullis that looks like it could be lifted with proper strength. This reminds me of my 17th campaign. <laughs> we were standing in this open cave area and we had to... I had a bag of sand in one hand and my empty hand in the other and I had to reach out and grab the item from the pedestal and set the bag of sand on there. Otherwise, I'd have been chased by a giant boulder. <laughs> <laughs> you almost had me enraptured in that. All right, so You're I. You're welcome for that. I go over. I go over and I test the parkolis. I have a strength of fifteen. 
Okay, roll uh, it would be considered a strength check, so you're going to roll a d20 and add your strength modifier to it. Which is a little plus uh, plus number that's underneath 15, or underneath... Yes, it's plus two. Yeah, yes, plus two. That is incredibly hard to read. Uh, oh! I don't Good. All right. Between the two of you, you managed to lift the portcullis up. Ha ha. We figured, I bet you the uh, other statue. You roll underneath. All right, I roll underneath. <laughs> All right, you are on the other side. I grab the gate to allow him to get underneath. All right, roll another speak check. Shit. Oh, oh no. Come on, buddy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Alright, no makes it under the park. Unless I didn't get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. I tried. <laughs> I mean, good. We we made it. <laughs> ah, that's why we're the greatest. There you go. We're the Alright. Um, you continue f a little bit farther on, and you come into a massively open room. It's approximately 80 feet across. It's pretty irregular shaped. Um, but you are standing on, um, like a ledge that is 60 feet above the floor. And you will, you will have to climb down, um, or jump to get to the bottom. And it's uh, 60 feet? I jump from this height. I'm going to go splat. With your dark vision, Faron. Faron. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Faron. Faron. Um, you can see farther in uh, than Hillman can. And um, what you see all the way at the other end of this cavernous area, there are two rows of very old collapsing pillars that... that seem to be, you know, just in severe disarray. And all the way down against the wall, there is a large, what looks like a sacrificial altar. Um, that This place was probably used by, you know, some kind of cultist at some point or something like that. And hunched over, munching on a body, is a 14-foot wart-covered green troll. Oh boy! Um, I quickly grab Hillman and we duck down on top of the ledge, and I and I whisper to him, "Shh, the trolls down there. We're in some kind of cathedral." I'll just cast a couple of spells and it will be fine. I'm fine with that. Uh oh, there was a roll. There was an unannounced <laughs> roll. That makes me nervous. So you're, you're both hunkered down. You're, you're on the ledge. We're, we're, make, we're making a plan. What kind of like vantage point I have. Um, so from this ledge, the, the closest point um, on the ledge to the troll 
looks to you at 55 feet away. Hmm. You know that fireball spell? <laughs> <laughs> this is the time to use it. I could use that fireball again. It's just a cantrip. Yeah, just make sure you do it through your rod. <laughs> uh, or the troll stands up and begins sniffing the air. Shit, he knows where we're here. I smell the blood of the Underdark. He knows I'm here. This will work to our advantage. Just be ready. And with that, I'd you leap off the ledge. I expend a spell slot and cast magic missile <laughs> at the troll. At the troll. Get no, at the darkness. <laughs> all right. Well, all three hit. Roll your damage. <laughs> you can't see it, but I actually looked around for dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing about this. It's a little not as satisfying to hear the dice roll. Yeah, it really is true. I actually don't have magic missile in front of me. Hold on. Unless somebody knows it off the top of their head. I know in second edition it was D4s. Yes, it is D4s. What is that? Uh, D4 plus 3? 3? D4 plus 3? As a second level step. Okay. Why did they change magic missile? Probably because it's the spell that never misses. Okay. Then you fire off your two missiles. They go screaming across the, the cave and smack the troll in the chest. And it just immediately locks eyes with you. And that kills that kills the element it's of surprise. Battle, no, <laughs> I leap I leap off the ledge to, to face it in melee combat, but as I'm coming off the ledge I cast uh dancing light onto the troll so it's easier for him to see. Is that your initiative? That's my initiative. Oh, so we're yeah, taking... We're taking initiative here, huh? He did call initiative before you mentioned your action. So. Oh, okay. No, that's, it, it was fine that you did that, though. That, that, that worked perfectly. Actually, it did. There's my oh, initiative. Oh, Snapzilla! <laughs> I come to play today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We gotta roll. We gotta roll uh, a tiebreaker. <laughs> High and low to be good. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was based on dexterity. It is, but they have the same thing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Chris. 
I tried! <laughs> I gave him my best. <laughs> okay. So, this crazy thing, Majig, nasty troll, um, comes lumbering across the room, um, and is standing. Let's see, you jump down, so it, it's standing in a position um, next to, or rather, it's in between four pillars, and it's going to make its attacks. Um, so, we got a bite. Oof. Oof. Uncanny dodge! <laughs> no. <laughs> So I know I don't what, have what it. Is your armor class? Sixteen. That's what I okay, so that was a fight. And I'm not gonna like this, am I? My armor two claws. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell? So much for and, and yay, the DM said unto you, I want you all dead. <laughs> and thus did thine die. <laughs> I told you guys that I would roll in secret, but you wanted this. <laughs> Can we go back to secret? <laughs> oh, well, that wasn't. Uh, that's not that bad anyway. You only took from, uh, it just comes at you, the flailing and biting, and, uh, it only inflicts six points of damage. Six? Uh, oh, somebody smash it with a hammer! <laughs> Kill it with this! Well, here's the problem. That's half my hit points. Do I have to make a, like, conscious roll or anything? Nope. Okay. They did away with that. Okay. Uh, so, but however, it is your turn now. You good? How far away is he from me? He is right in front of Because I figure I'm in a running charge, and I'm just gonna slide underneath him and swing both swords at each of his legs, particularly the inner thigh area of his legs. Oh my! Okay, so what I need you to roll first is an acrobatics check. Do I have acrobatics? I do. Yes. I see it. Alright, acrobatics. I believe that's good. You slide between its legs beautifully. Go ahead and roll your two attacks. Alright, 20 plus 7. Eh. That's 19. And just so I can have it done, the other sword attack is a 10. That's my plus 6 sword. Or my normal sword. I have three attacks? Uh, you only get two. 
Yeah, I rolled. I rolled two attacks. The D twenty plus six uh, was my dexterity, my my acrobatics. The 19 uh, was the uh, was the magic sword, and the non-magic sword was the 10. Yes. So, the magic sword bites deep into its leg. The other sword just kind of grazes it, doesn't really do significant damage. So, roll uh, your damage for the um, 19. Alright, that damage is 10. Oh! Oh, no. Alrighty. So yeah, it let it fall. You hurt, Smash. <laughs> That's all right. Like I did exactly what I wanted to do. I got behind him. For it with bated breath. That's a lot of sixes. Um, That's a very. D20 plus six. It's a 12. I rolled a six. Plus six is 12. Yeah. And that is a miss. Fireball! Shit! (laughs) Just kind of lobs across the room. Um, Let's see. DM caveat here. Um, it strikes one of the pillars, and uh, some of the rocks and things from the pillar start to fall towards the troll, and uh, it, it nearly misses getting hit by these boulders. Ooh. Whew. So, uh, at the start of the turn, you see that uh, very large gouge you took out of its leg seal back up. Of course it does. The, the blood quits running, the wound seals itself up, and it turns to strike at you. Uncanny dodge! <laughs> Backflip! Oh, <laughs> and it misses. Oh, yay! Double upward thrust right into the groin. <laughs> yes. Magic sword first. Oh my. Non-magic sword. <laughs> yeah, both of those hit. You're, you're driving your swords upwards. Alright, magic sword damage. Yeah. Non-magic sword damage. That is a total of 11 damage. Alright. So, yeah, it, you, you just drive your sword and oh, blood spo- spills out onto you. Uh, roll, um, in, the, in this brief second here, roll a nature check. Nature, 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 nature. That was a plus two. Okay, 20 plus two. My nature check is a 17. Okay. 
Okay, so since I, I guess I could have had you do it with advantage, but I mean, you passed. So, um, you know that uh, trolls are susceptible to fire, um, they can't regenerate fire. Um, but you also know that they are extremely powerful. The out of game version of this is that they have an incredible amount of hit points. Um, and you know that with their regenerate regenerative abilities, it would be very hard to take one down without doing a massive amount of damage. I'm fully aware. I'm hoping that my spellcasting friend who's up on the ledge catches this stupid thing on fire relatively soon. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm just distracting this damn thing to keep it from fucking with him. <laughs> Hillman, it is your turn, sir. Oh, my, God. my turn? Your turn. My Like me specifically. Yes, Hillman specifically. I cast priest! <laughs> What? <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only thing I've got. I'm casting Grease. Okay. You cast Grease. I'm assuming in an area that doesn't affect Faerun. Faerun? Faron. Faron. I'm going to write that down. Faron. Okay. The easiest way to remember it. Like, run far, my name is Ron, like Ron Perlman. Far Ron. <laughs> far Ron, got it. Damn elves with their crazy names. So, you get Grease, um, the troll makes a dexterity check, to which it fails. It starts slipping, sliding like some home alone stuff, like arms flailing, legs like kicking out from under it. Like some Joe Pesci shit. Exactly. And mm -hmm. falls flat on its back in front of Faron. <laughs> Alright, well here, here's a question I have. Um, <clears throat> I know I have uh, like 10 torches. I have 10 torches. This is out of character. Um... Are these ones that require flint and steel to ignite, or are they kind of like, for the best description, like a uh, uh, one of those emergency things for your car where you could just uh, like scratch it like a match? No, uh, you need to turn the light. Like that yeah, would need to turn the light, right? Yes. Or or a full turn. Like that's I'm I'm not. You're the DM. But if I were the DM, I would allow one turn the light. Yeah, I mean, you can use flint and steel to light all of them. And it would only take a turn. Well, I wouldn't do it to a torch. Right. If I'm going to ignite a torch, I might as well just ignite the grease. My thought the process... Grease is not flammable. Uh, it's not flammable grease? Nope. Ah, well, that kills that idea. All right, well, it's top of initiative. I was getting him prone. He's prone. He's prone. That's great. I will I will ignite a torch. If 
Fine, I will ignite a torch. <laughs> All right. So, it spends its turn trying to stand back up. Uh, Got to roll, and it falls back down. Yay! Getting further covered in grease. Um, Boron, it's your turn. I ignite a torch. Oh, okay. Well, then, I start trying to catch his shit on fire. Alright. Uh, roll, roll an attack. Alright. Uh, D20 plus your strength modifier. Which is plus two. Okay. An eight! That All would... Right. Oh, actually, my fault. He is prone, so uh, roll with advantage. Okay, so that means what? Do it again? Uh, yep, roll again. Roll again. And take the higher of the two. I'll take the higher there of the two. <laughs> oh, that was a nat 20 as well. Alright, so the damage for this torch is going to be uh, 1d6, but because you rolled a natural 20, we're going to go 2d6. Alright, well here it comes. That's 11. Yeah, you you burn a good chunk of its flesh off. Smells like burnt troll in here now. Well, I'm hope I'm hoping I'm catching his clothes on fire where he's actually on fire. But sadly, all it's wearing is a loincloth. I can ignite that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. His loincloth is ignited. Yay! <laughs> Take the burn damage. Hot nuts! Got your hot nuts! Hemorrhoid flare-up got you down? Hellman, <laughs> it is your turn, sir. Oh, God, this thing's still living? Oh, yeah. Is it still prone, or is it up now? It is prone. So we'll leap on it and try to, like, stab it right directly in the eye. With a dagger. <laughs> Alright. I mean, it protects him from the fall damage because he lands on a big cushiony troll, but... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, <that>. my. <laughs> Does that hit? <laughs> that, is that is a, a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and... Um, Go ahead and roll the damage on that. It's double, right? Correct. Okay, this is double. This is double damage. Double damage. Yay! Oh. All right. So you you jam your dagger into its eye socket and give its brain a little uh, mummification tickle. Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> It stops moving. <laughs> it's dead? It is dead. Yeah! It still counts that's as mine. A, that's some nice work, Ranger. <laughs> Out of context. Especially in the space you've taken up. Space, Ranger. Out, out of context, like in a, you know, out of character moment here. 
uh, crumbling the pillars would have killed that a lot faster. That's alright, I'm 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 starting to wonder out of character, I'm starting to wonder if Ferran may have uh like you know, like uh male genitalia issues because he's been doing a lot of attacks to people's groins as of late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it works it works. That's it. Okay. So you've got a dead troll. Um uh, and it was munching on a body. Wanna go check that body? Let's check the body! Yay! So when you run over, you see that it, it's largely chewed up already. Um, there's bones strewn about everywhere, but I'm looking specifically for a key. Uh-huh. Right, this particular body does have a key around its neck, and it glows the same faint blue color that the chain did. Good news! I'm one step closer to a new hot wife. Yeah. Okay, well, pick that key up. That's the takeaway of this. <laughs> also, um, does he does he have a coin purse or anything on his body? The dead guy, not the not the troll. Not for me. I was However, thinking for. I was thinking for the wife. You do notice that the breeze that you've been feeling this whole time is coming from a rather large hole in the uh, cavern ceiling. Okay, I'm looking up. Yeah, you you can see out and, and you see the night sky. The stars are twinkling and. It would be a, a quick way out if you could get a rope or something up there. Hey, you know what? I've got a rope, but before we do, check the troll. Well, he's only got a loincloth. We know he doesn't have anything. Is there anything else around this room? <laughs> Actually, he doesn't even have a loincloth anymore. I caught that on fire. It may, not, it may not have anything on it. Well, Helmet could check that. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. That's the clean way to do it. So I can't detect magic. Uh, you detect your rod in the sword. <laughs> but uh, nothing within the troll. Nothing. Okay, good. Nothing, uh, magical. nothing magical within the troll. Well, I got a 50-foot hemp rope. So, uh, is that long enough to be able to... to lasso up there and try to secure uh, us a way out. Alright. Then I pull out my 50 foot uh, hemp rope. Fashion a lasso. Look for a uh, a jag or something in the rocks that I could attach to that would support our weight. So we can get the hell out of there. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll say that... Um with your passive perception, you find all of the required things that you need. Uh, roll a dexterity check. Dexterity, dexterity, dexterity. That is a plus four. Okay, so 20 plus four. Oh! Out. 
scroll doesn't go quite as expected. It, it, or it just kind of goes up and comes back down. <laughs> Let's try that again. That's much go. better. <laughs> 21. Hurl your little makeshift grappling hook out of the cavern uh, ceiling. It locks in to whatever is up there nice and tight, and you're able to climb out. All right. Hillman, I assume you're able to climb too, or do I have to carry you? Somebody lock me up to the rope! <laughs> Alright, so we're out and we start heading back to the uh to the cavern or the uh the cabin. Okay. Um, you know, you're you're heading through the woods following the the troll prince back. And um you troll see prince. the cabin Troll Prince. <laughs> um you see the the cabin sitting all lovely in its little yard, nothing has changed. I mean you've only been gone like two hours, so <laughs> All right, we go and uh, knock on the door. Of course, I'm still kind of suspicious, though, through the whole entire trek and everything else. I'm still keeping an eye out for whatever it was the troll was trying to avoid. Don't worry. Right. God is dead. She's going to be my wife now. <laughs> so yeah, she opens the door up. Oh, oh my nice. brave heroes, you have returned. Hillman stands heroically, fists on hips, hair blowing in the breeze. <laughs> so triumphant. Ferran's got so his back to the whole entire scene and just shaking his head while he's what scanning the uh, tree tree line for anything <laughs> out of the ordinary. <laughs> Did you did you um, find the key? Were you able to find it? Uh, Ranger, did you get that key? I thought you got it. Uh, I pull it out of my pocket and hand it to him. <laughs> the key! Dangerous to go along. Hey, listen! <laughs> she, she holds her ankle out so that you can undo the, the binding. And uh, as soon as you unlock the, the shackle with the key, both disappear. And she is free. And she gives Hillman the, the, the biggest hug that she can and lifts him up off the ground. Bring <laughs> me like a top. <laughs> that just come, come. We we must we must have a drink to celebrate, and then we must head immediately back to the town. And then you must paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> For so she goes over to that foot locker and pulls out a, a big bottle of dwarvish fire whiskey. Okay. Starts pouring it into drinking horns. Ferran accepts it and takes a sip, but not taking his eyes off of the uh, horizon outside of the fence line. Glug, glug, glug. Glug, glug, glug. 
I'm so sorry. I forgot to give you these before you left. Um, they probably would have greatly helped you. Okay. Um, here, you can take them now. She set three cloaks down onto the table. One's green, one's red, and one is black. Uh, I wish I was all slots. Well, I, Ferran looks down and automatically says, I take green. <laughs> Red and black. Um, I'm standing in the doorway. Does it knock me out of the door of the house? Wait, well, you had, you had to come into the table to accept the cloak. Oh, shit. So, suddenly, I, uh, I feel like we might have misjudged. A thick fog begins to fill the house from Six the chimney thick. under the door. What's that? Thick or thick? Thick. itself begins to creak and groan as it changes shape and form. The cauldron moves to the center of the room. Really? Who the hell read from the Necronomicon? <laughs> she suddenly begins to cackle and her visage turns from a beautiful young woman to an old Hunched back and haggard witch. Wait, I want to end this podcast. <laughs> Are you ready? You ready? Oh no! Not Baba Yaga! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's a great stopping point. I don't care. That's, that's where I wanted to stop it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you're a good guy. I, oh, God, this has been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so thank you very much for joining us. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let the uh, DM end this episode here, but I definitely want to say for on behalf of Realm of the Mist here, thank you very much for joining us, and please... Stick around for the coming uh, stories of the Chronicles of the Lost Realm. This was just a taste, guys. The main story's coming with Hillman. Uh, you know, thank you all for listening. You know, chiming in. If you have any kind of thoughts or comments that you want to present to us, maybe something you'd like to see in the game, 
Uh, feel free to contact us on Facebook or Instagram at Chronicles of the Lost Realm. I'm the Chronicler, and uh, you know I'm joined by uh, Faron and Hillman, and this adventure is General Hillman. General, Hillman. General. <laughs> Major General. Stay tuned for more adventures and to see what happens next. And you might even meet Rishi. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. <laughs>